Good evening and welcome to another episode of 48 Shades of Football. It's uh, a beautiful evening as well, yeah? <laughs> we're uh, actually having a bit of a problem meshing our schedules this week, so we're doing this in a car park in Seoul Station, so forgive us if any cars drive by. Uh, also, forgive us if we have to like negotiate prices halfway through it as well. <laughs> <laughs> it do look like we're doing a shady drug deal, don't we? Um, drugs were one thing <laughs> There was something else that happened in Soul Station car park I was thinking about But anyway Cottaging <laughs> uh, anyway. It's an industry The uh, opening music there Obviously to do with Inchon's financial shenanigans Indeed it was, yes so It's come out in the news this week That they've not been paying their, Some salaries and some bonuses to their players Yep Which might explain why they're not winning any games So, yeah <laughs> And also, I saw that the, the, the Vietnamese player they had. Yep. They're supposed to be playing him in every. Well, he's supposed to be in the match day squad in every game. And, and no one told the manager. No one. Re- yeah. No one read the contract where that was signed. So he's been rotting in the reserves. Yeah. So they've been putting him in the reserves. Like, no one told him, or no one read that, I guess. And yeah, they've broken that contract, I guess, as well. So I'm sure there'll be some penalties and fines. But, but it's interesting that they do have that kind of uh, clause in the contract because we've often speculated that yeah. certain really rubbish players. Lazar. Yeah, must have a contract like that to get in the team. Either that or naked, naked photos of the manager in a compromising position. Let's hope it's the contract and not. Otherwise, you're too young to ever naked, to be honest. But I think it is interesting, yeah. Like, because uh, I mean, two years ago, Inchon threatened to purposely get relegated to avoid paying the Keighley Classic registration fee. Yeah. So it's obviously not just been this season. It's obviously been an ongoing thing for them, where they've been kind of skint for quite a while. Yeah. Well. Like the city of Incheon went bankrupt, didn't it, a couple of years Over ago? Over the Asian Games, yeah, yeah, I think it was, wasn't it? And then since then, there was, there was talk they were going to get some sponsorship from Incheon Airport Corporation, but uh, that's kind of gone quiet now. So. Yeah, so it looks as if it could be Incheon-Lesk. 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 They're still winless, right? They're still winless, yeah. Uh, this week, Chonnam did pick up their first win. And they did. A rather surprising first win as well. Yeah, away against Pohang. Uh, yeah, but... W- was indeed. Um, a pretty amazing straight by, by Orsic, it must be said. Picked the ball up on the left-hand side, yeah. cut inside a couple of yards, and then curled it right in the top corner. Yeah, I, I should, uh, for our listeners, I should note that this week I was working, so I didn't actually go to any football games. And I didn't watch any of them live except the last 20 minutes of the Seoul game. Okay. But I did make the effort to go through all the highlights on YouTube. So. Well, that's good because I, I watched most of them, so... Okay. So between us, we should be wrap out a podcast. It's not too bad today. Plus, I've got a train to catch in 25 minutes. It's so supposed to be evening, yeah? Where are you heading in the evening, Paul? I'm going to Busan. <laughs> ah, business. It's going to be the, f- the quickest podcast ever. <laughs> Even quicker than last week's 23 and a half minutes. <laughs> um, the well, I guess like, the main talking point, I guess if we just kind of like, go through it, the main talking point has to be uh, we talked last week after the, the Buriram game that Seoul had their first test that you know they played the teams in the bottom six that was the first time they play you know like a kind of better team yeah. so they were away to Ulsan uh, how did that go? Um, they pulled it out with a, a 90 second minute winner uh, Adriano uh, Park Chiyong Park Chiyong indeed yeah. he came on in the 85th minute or so yep he scored with pretty much his first touch won the bat for 5 minutes the, the goal was actually pretty good he mm. picked the ball up on well, he was past he was just past the centre circle uh, the Ulsan defence backed off and backed off and backed off and he just basically took the ball forward and shot yep. inside the area roughly level with the penalty spot uh, the goalie 
I think he got his angles wrong because it uh, wasn't a particularly fair shot, was it? No, I think I think it was more just. I mean, I, I think both position. teams at that point. I think both teams at that point had kind of resided to a one each draw, but I guess Park had decided that he was going to kind of like not take the draw. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, mean, I, I think we've discussed that tactic by Che of bringing. Or bringing Park on, I mean, it's, it's a pretty, de- I don't want to say the word devastating when I think about Park Young, but it's a pretty deadly sub you'll be bringing on, do you know what I mean? So, mm. yeah, he seemed to be doing well off the bench. Did you see the first goals? Uh, yeah, I did. Um, Adriano. Some of the worst goalkeeper I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Adriano had a, before the first goal, so after about five minutes, he muscled the defender off the ball, mm. broke, but burst down the right wing and crossed it in and it hit the, the Ilsan defender. I think the Ilsan defender actually moved his hand into the ball yeah um, penalty for me the, the Korean, probably Korean commentator the, the Korean commentator said that the uh, referee is actually an ex-player so so he doesn't know then so he doesn't know shit about anything <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be worse he could be an ex-podcaster I mean, <laughs> in which case he would have no shit the defender was only like what three metres from yeah the I ball. think it was a penalty but he did there was definitely movement in the arm so yeah I, mean, I would agree I would agree I mean when you compare it to the Guangzhou one, you know, like the, the previous week. Yeah. Well, sorry, John Nam's penalty against Guangzhou, yeah. which was never a penalty. You'd have to say, if that's the rule that you're going to use, then yeah, that's a penalty. Um, but anyway, two minutes later, Adriano, same again, muscles the defender off the ball. The defender was honking all game. Breaks down, crosses the ball. It should be noted he didn't break down in tears crying. He broke down the wing pole, yeah? Yeah, he broke down the wing, crossed it from roughly the edge of the area. Uh, the goalie... But it's one of those ones, right? I mean, it's one of those ones that if you want to be positive, right? You yeah. say it, it was the perfect cross. It was low, it was bouncing. Uh, it was in that area that's, you know, like right in the middle of the box. So the, so the keeper has a choice, stay in my line. I mean, he, he did look up and see where Dayan was and tried to get the ball to him, right? Yeah. And the, the well, it was a perfect cross. I mean, they, you, you can't take away Adriano's skill from the goal. Yeah. What you can say is say, what the hell is the goalkeeper doing? If you're going to come for that cross, I, what you've got to get it like 16 yards out 14 yards out you've got to get it but he, he, he basically dived towards the penalty spot and the ball went past his fingertips yeah leaving Dayan I mean Dayan still had to make the angle because the, the, the cross went quite long and he had to sort of uh, get it in from I guess like a few metres past yeah. the other post right but, but, but something I also found out was that one of the things that's always been a bugbear of mine is that when I remember playing football like I would dive like a maniac as a defender for like any shot that yeah. went anywhere near a goal yeah. and the Osan guy ran a yard saw the bit that the hands shot and then he, he pulled up he still had time he could have easily slid through his hand at it he said you know what I mean he, he could have dived at that ball and maybe not prevented it but at least looked as if he was trying but I think that's the modern game. It's like footballers tend to think, well, I made a run, I can't get it. It's not my fault. It's the goalkeeper's fault. But there was a day when people would just like throw everything at the ball and kind of like sometimes you bundled the ball over like your own goal line. But at least you were trying to stop it. Yeah, it's not enough like ending up tangled in the back of the net. Yeah, it doesn't happen at all anymore. Yeah. So the thing was that that wasn't Kim Young Day, right? No. Yeah, so it's a bit weird because he got some prize for his 400th K League game. And then he dropped him? Play. Yeah, okay. Uh, Maybe he was on the bench? Yeah, he was actually, well, at one point he was in the, uh, the Seoul end in the, with the fans. Oh, really? Because, uh, the Kim Yong Dae Ajishi guy got his photo taken with him. Oh, well, that, that, that shows you how much passion and uh, also put into that game then, eh? Kim Yong Dae, his wife and his kid. Were in the Seoul end? Yeah. 
I guess they didn't watch the match there because that would cause an uproar. But yeah, okay. Like uh, I guess if if the old sandkeeper was having a bit of a jung uh, day, the uh, Yu Xian thought he felt sorry for him and kind of joined him. Yeah, you did equaliser, are you? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I was talking about before the equaliser, he fucked every cross that they came in the box. Um, but the equaliser was just one of the worst defensive, uh, sorry, goalkeeping mistakes I've ever seen. He jumped up as the weakest punch ever. But yeah. Went straight to the Ilsan guy who just had to tap it in. Yeah, yeah basically, yeah. Uh, but the thing is, the, the only thing Yuzhan actually succeeded in doing was taking Osmar out that cross. Because the way he, he came in, you know, like the defence couldn't actually go for it because he he was coming steaming through it. Well, you know, what I mean, not not steaming through, but he was coming out. He, he was all over Osmar, right? Yeah, he was all over Osmar. So it was like, yeah, so that you don't not only take out or not only don't catch the ball or punch it, but you also take out, you know, that your star player. Yeah. So yeah, one each probably deserved two one. Do you not think he redeemed himself in the second half with that that save? Um, remember, there's a bit where. The Ulsan player. Did they come off at half time? Goalie? Yeah. No. Sure? Yeah. The, uh, the Ulsan player, well, the Ulsan player played the offside trap perfectly, so he completely took Osmar out of the game and it was one on one with the keeper, but he just overran it a bit and the keeper came out, spread himself, and the Ulsan player launched himself in two footed. Mm. And it was a very, very dangerous ch- ch- challenge from my point of view. But I'll be honest, because of the TV scheduling, I watched the first half of the Soul game and I watched the second half of the of the John Book Snorfest. Okay, Snorfest is a two-all draw. Uh, not what I watched, it wasn't. <laughs> move, on, move on to talk about that game, shall we? Uh, yeah, finished two each. John Book twice took the lead, as they had done against Songnam. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see any of the first half goals, um, but I do know that I do believe Kim Bo Kyung scored. One of them. Han Kyo won, definitely scored. Both of them. Oh, both of them, okay. The first uh, one was after two minutes. Um, yeah, it was really early. Because that's why I chose then to watch the Seoul game. Because I was like, I was, I was waiting up which game to watch. Yeah. So I was watching, and when I saw I was 1 0 John Book, I was like, okay, I'll watch Seoul, it's going to be a bit tighter. Yeah. So yeah, he got the ball on the edge of the area. Nice shot. 1 0. Um, Did you go 2 0 up? Nope. Sangnam. Sangju equalised. Then they went, just on the touch of half time, John Book went 2 1 up. Again, yeah. I didn't see these goals, but that, that this was a score. The, but what the, I want the Sangju equali- first equaliser was a, a nice shot off the crossbar. Yes, it was actually. I did see the highlight of that. Uh, the second equaliser was ridiculous. If he wasn't offside, I'm the Pope. Um, the, the guy uh, takes it down the right wing, crosses it back in. Uh, and uh, he basically Park Park it is Park I can't remember his name Park uh, Park heeled it in On the goal line basically How you talking about The, the Sangju equaliser yeah, yeah. yeah He wasn't offside though He wasn't offside But I did want to say that Line about I'm the Pope Oh Was he offside Because there was one Chumbuk defender back But he was kind of On the goal line mm. So he, was, he, was he behind the goal line Was he on the goal the line The thing is he, I mean The offside rule was kind of Often misinterpreted As being uh, one player plus a goalkeeper, but it's actually not. It's just two, two players. Yeah. So any two players, but 99.9% of the time, one of them is a goalkeeper. Yeah. But I think the goalkeeper was a little bit advanced. I think that's why it was given because yeah, there was one player between him and the goal line, but I don't think the goalkeeper was, was between them as well. Uh, they were in line. It was a difficult one. I, I, I don't really know, but 
nice back heel, but yeah. it was because the, the ball was definitely going wide until he interfered. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was it, two each. John Book then huffed and puffed for the remaining uh, 25 minutes or so, 20 minutes. And Lee Jong had a really good chance towards the end, right? Which he one on one with the goalie and yep. he put it wide. Yeah. So John Book not looking like they have the the stuff of champions, to be honest. So that means Seoul's closest challenge is still Songnam then? How did they get on at the weekend? Uh, we drew two each with Jeju. Okay. And one of the most one-sided games I've ever watched in my life. Jeju absolutely pummeled Songnam. Uh, we took the lead through Park Yongji just before half-time. Uh, brilliant goal. Uh, he picked the ball up just inside the box, cut inside, used his left foot to take it past uh, the defender and his right foot to cut it past the, the near post, the yeah. keeper. Could blame the goalkeeper, probably should have done better, but still, Pat Young-G's been honking all season, so it was good to actually see him do something. Um, but as I said, like, there was still three minutes left of that half, I think, and uh, Jeju were still attacking like many. Like, I mean, they just pummeled us for like, the whole 45 minutes. At this point, I left work and got on the train to go to Eland. Yeah. I was on the train. Uh, I just caught I caught uh, Kim Dojan's replay, which I think was Thiago threw the ball through, but uh, don't quote me on it being Thiago. It was. Uh, Thiago won the ball. Yeah, and played and played a really sweet pass. Uh, Kim Dojan came on as a sub at half time, which I thought was quite surprising because we were one nil up. But I guess he needed. I guess the idea was that we were doing so poorly in, in midfield, and maybe he was the he was he was going to come on and change it. Uh, he. he the ball that he threw, brilliant shot, 2-0. Um, but, I mean, it was 2-0 without us really threatening at all. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, I think the lead lasted five minutes. Yeah, a total of five minutes. When uh, Jeju had five corners back-to-back on, from the same attack. Yeah. Not just, like, five in a row, but five from the same attack. Uh, and it was always obvious that one of them was going to go in. Uh, the ball was swung in. Uh, that guy that they said they're, they're, they're older set players yeah. swung it in. Nobody was marking Egan Ho. I blame Yoon Young Sun currently on military duty, but anyway. <laughs> uh, no one was marking Egan Ho, and he actually stooped down and headed the ball past the, the keeper. Powerful header, though, wasn't it? It was a powerful header. I mean, I'm not going to criticise him, it was a powerful header. Uh, and then that was 2 1. Still, Songnam didn't really press. I guess we thought well, we'd better defend the 2 1 lead now. And then. For some reason, Egan Ho is getting the credit for the equaliser. Uh, for me, it was Marcelo picked it up on the right wing, yeah. pulled inside, yeah. shot, and I don't get what Egan Ho did other than it might have hit his foot. If I don't think he deliberately did anything. I don't think so. I think it might have hit him. Yeah. But the thing is, I, I would I, I would say if it hadn't hit his foot, I guess probably Kim Dong Gun would have saved it. The goalie looked wrong-footed, right? Yeah. So, so I think Egan Ho like ease deflection was what wrong-footed Kim uh, it, but it, it, on the replay it kind of looked like he it hit his foot while he was trying to get out of the way yeah it? I mean I don't think at any point in time he purposely tried to score uh, but of course the commentators just went absolutely crazy because for some reason everyone loves Egan Ho in this country yeah and this you listen to the podcast from last year and realise I don't yeah uh, so they were just like they were like like screaming Egan Ho Egan Ho but, but uh, opened his account for Cheju with two goals yep first uh, first home start I believe maybe not but uh, I mean I think definitely they look good Cheju we look terrible um, so but Cheju look good and I think oh, to to escape to each with all the the kind of chances 
and the attacking play that Jeju had I think was actually a good result in the end so that means that Seoul are now what, five points clear five points clear so we're going to say that Seoul's, Seoul's closest challenges are themselves if they shoot themselves in the foot yeah which they might very well do this weekend yeah with the super match coming up yeah uh, two more games to talk about, I guess. We've got five minutes left, so you want to. One of them was Incheon versus Suwon City, which was a nil-nil draw. Uh, I, that I didn't see because it was the same day as the Ilan game and the, Su- and, and the Songnam game. Uh, but it was nothing each year. So not unpredictable. Draw, so I didn't even bother looking at the yep, highlights. Yep, so not, not an unpredictable result for those two teams. Uh, and then the other game was. Gwangju. Gwangju versus Blue Wings. Yes, it was. We did kind of briefly talk about Pohang. Uh, and again, that was on at the same time as uh, that was on the same time as the Seoul, Jongbuk, and Pohang games, uh, but wasn't on TV. Yom Ki-hoon scored Suwon's goal. Um, I think it was Santos, kind of on the edge of the area. He, he leapt up for a header, the ball bounced up, and he kind of went to hook it up, and then it just fell right into Yom's path, and he bullied it in with his left foot. Uh, pretty good, pretty sweet goal. And then they huffed and puffed and didn't increase their lead. And then um, sometime in the second half, I think it was, Chong Jo got his first yep. goal in a few weeks. Yep. Um, completely unmarked as, as the ball was flicked onto there them. Was, there was 10 minutes left. Um, it's the f- fourth game at all. Really poor defending from, from the Blue Wings. Um, but yeah, finished 1 all. Yeah, I think if, if I'm right in saying that that's the fourth game in a row that uh, Suwon have lost a, a one. A 1 0 lead in the last 10 minutes. So they would be ten, 8 points better off if they weren't shit. So, what's your prediction for the Supermatch this weekend then? 1 each. <laughs> Actually, I think I did say yesterday on Twitter I'll be high scoring. I don't rate either either goalkeeper. I don't rate Yuzhan and I don't rate No. No damn good. I think as we called him last year against Brisbane. Uh, I don't rate, really, I don't rate Seoul's defence other than Osmar. Osmar. And yeah. I don't rate. Too much defence at all. So because I think I think uh, Show One He is going to get absolutely torn a new one by uh, by Adriano or Dehan, they cover the play against him. Yeah. Um, so So will definitely score. Uh, I think Suwon will definitely score. So I think it's going to be one each or two each. Do you think we'll see the uh, Suwon killer Yunjute playing? Uh, he's just come back. He played in the reserves during the week. Uh, maybe yesterday or Monday. It's about, it's about Yunni Lock, right? He's oh, got, yeah. scored two goals and an assist. Yunjute, he play he came on as a substitute. Maybe against Buduram, but like or either Buduram or the last league game, he came on as a substitute okay. in the last ten minutes. But he did score those four goals against You did last year, yeah. And so. Che does have, have form for sort of bringing in random players who he thinks do well against specific teams. Yeah. So, so maybe you'll see him play, yeah. Uh, either way, I still think I think it will be a draw. I think it's really is. It's a big test. Even though Suwon have been poor, it's still a big test. I think for Seoul, and I think you'll probably finish one each. I mean, on paper, Seoul are going to be favourites, but yeah, I, I don't think they'll win. Yeah, I think I think it'll be a draw. I don't think I don't think they'll lose. I don't think Seoul will lose it. I don't think they'll lose it that much, but I think they will draw. Uh, I take it you won't be going? Uh, I won't be going, I'm going to the big one, the massive one, the huge game. I'm going to the Ansan for uh, Ansan v Eland. First few seconds. Where are Songnam this weekend then? Songnam are playing uh, Guangzhou on Sunday. How are away? At home. Yeah. So I'll be, there, I'll, be at the game. I'll be at the game on Sunday. Okay. But I, uh, yeah, I'm going to go to Ansan. Your self-imposed egg, uh, 
No, actually, two reasons. One, my self-imposed uh, ban on going to supermatches. Yeah. And, well, actually going anywhere that involves uh, drinking all day at the Big Bird. But also, uh, I kind of decided I was going to try and get to all the challenge and, and all the classic grounds this year. Not like Stevie's 48 club, I think it's more like a 25 club. Yeah. Uh, so, may as well go and watch Ansan when they're playing Elan, because I think it'll be a good game. I was actually down there on Sunday because I had to yeah, ju- ju- thing. judge a, a beauty contest. I, I saw the I saw the photographs and uh, yeah, which which beauty would you have picked? Uh, I'd have picked the one that didn't start life as a man. <laughs> but um, obviously, I was doing that during the first half, and I thought, shall I go in for the second half? I thought, no, I'll just go home. And you missed four goals. Missed four goals. <laughs> <laughs> That's another reason why I want to go down as well. I think definitely it should be a good game. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Songnam will bounce back this weekend. I think we'll beat Guangzhou uh, 1-0. Right, the other games in the Classic, because I've got to go in about one minute's time, so we'll just run through them real quick. Uh, Poang against Jeju. 1-1. Uh, Chonbuk against Suwon City. 3-0. Chonbuk are going to bounce back. They have to win that one. Incheon versus Ulsan. Uh, Ulsan, 2-1. Chonnam versus Sangju. Nothing each. Songnam versus Guangzhou. One now Songnam. So it's been short. It's been sweet. It has indeed. Hopefully next week we'll get back to our 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 previous schedule. Unless the listeners write in and say no, we like the short. No, we like the short twenty-five minute ones because you guys talk crap. Okay, uh, I guess outro music is going to be super match related, pal. Uh, it'll be our traditional chicken singing. Uh, chicken singing sounds good to me. Sounds good. Um, no challenge this week. Uh, the big one is Ansan v Eland. Yeah. I'll be there. Uh, Ansan two, Eland one. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah.